we're going to define the word way for you and said, a way is a path, a way is a road, a way is a course, a way is a plan or means for attaining an end. That's what a way is. It says a highway is a public road is of or relating or affecting all the people. Mm -hmm. It's a well-known and well-traveled road. Mm -hmm. It's a direct course of action. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. This highway that the Lord is telling us about here in Isaiah, hallelujah, is, is made known to all men. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Whether you accept it or not, it's made, made known to you. Hallelujah, whether you have much sense or not, it's still made known to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. This path, this plan of salvation is here yeah. to meet your need, hallelujah, of eternal life, yeah. to escape hell's fire. Holiness is the way. Now we look at why is holiness the way, or the only way to eternal life. If we look in 1 Peter 1, verses 14 through 16, it says, As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, when you didn't know any better, but as he has called you in hope, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because reason. It is written. Yeah. Hallelujah. Be ye holy. For I'm holy. You are going to stand before a holy God yeah. who is going to judge the world in righteousness. Yeah. Hallelujah. So therefore he's telling you to be as he is. Yeah. Be ye holy. For I am holy. Yeah. That's your reason. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians Four and seven says, For God has not called us unto uncleanness, uh -huh. but unto hope. Mm -hmm. yeah. Be holy, for I am holy. Yeah. He tells us to follow peace yeah. with all men right. in holiness. Follow peace yeah. with the brother yeah. in holiness, mm -hmm. without which no man shall see the So if you don't follow holiness, mm -hmm. now holiness has told you to be ye holy. That's right. He said, follow peace with all men in holiness. Without which, no man shall see the Lord. He didn't call us to uncleanness, but he called us unto holiness. To have that same nature, hallelujah, that he had. That he had. We're going to look at Genesis, the first chapter, so that we can find out and so that we can have an understanding is that we didn't come here. When you're born, you're not born open. When you're born, you're not born righteous. When you leave here, you're going to have to leave your home. Hallelujah! Or else you're going to burn in the pit. And you're going to burn in consciousness. Hallelujah! Genesis 1, 26 said, And God said, Let us make man in our image. All right. After our life. And I remember not long ago, we had a minister to come here and to preach to us. And he said to us, yes, 
We understand from school that us means more than one and that our means more than one. Hallelujah! Yes, we do have that understanding. Because we are not in <laughs> Hallelujah! But had he read the next verse down in 27, it said God created man in his own image. In his own image. It doesn't say us and our right there. Yes, his word. And when it refers to our and let us make man in our image, it's referring to God and his word. Because it was his word that spoke the world into existence. There is power in the word of God. Hallelujah. Yes. So it says right here, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. It says he. Doesn't say this. It says he him. Male and female created he them. Hallelujah. So there's only one God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And his name is Jesus. Says here in two and seven. When we look over at Genesis two and seven, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. 2, 15 through 17 says, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So he had a reason for being put there. His purpose was to dress the garden, to take care of it, to keep it. Mm-hmm. It said, and God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. Yes. Hallelujah. We talk about a vacation. Uh-huh. Yes, the original man had a vacation. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. All he had to do uh-huh. was in this beautiful garden that God had made. He just had to be there and take care of it. Thank you. He told him, but... And every tree there you may freely eat, and there were many. He said, but of the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Hallelujah. We see that man was placed in a perfect environment. It was perfect. It was, he was subjected to an absolutely simple test. Wasn't anything hard about it. He gave him a law, and he gave him the consequences for breaking the law. And he was warned of that consequence of disobedience. Hallelujah! He was warned that if you eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. In Genesis 3, 4, and 6, we see the serpent. In our class this morning, we said, we were talking about Saint, uh, 1 John and the 3rd chapter, and I believe it was verse 8, how it says that the devil sinneth from the beginning. Hallelujah, Jesus. And therefore, the purpose of the Son of God coming, being manifest, was to destroy the work of the devil. And we see him right here with the first man and first woman, how he's being so subtle to and slip and slide, to 
tell them to encourage them to be disobedient. Hallelujah. And it says right here in verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. Satan used, in verse 4, the artificial faith. Mm -hmm. Ye shall not surely die. Well, God had already told us what you're going to do if you disobey my law. You will surely die. Hallelujah. And in verse 5, he told your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be a God, knowing good and evil. Verse 6, he says, he's just appealing to everything about her. Hallelujah. We see Eve being drawn away of her own love. Yeah, the woman saw that the tree was good for food, pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desired to make one wild. Hallelujah. Love of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Look at it. Those are the things that appeal to everyone of us. Your flesh, what you see, what you see, I've got to have. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Yes. It reflects pride. How great I am. You want somebody to look at you and think how great you are. Yes. And you're not. Amen. Hallelujah! Yes. Jesus. The woman fell through pride. Mm-hmm. That's how she fell. It was through pride. And we gotta be careful with that thing, because it's all in it. it's in each and every one of us that no good thing. Hallelujah. The man deliberately. He deliberately did. She said the woman ate of the, the fruit and she gave it to her husband and he did. So he deliberately did. Satan appealed to her. Because she was somewhere in the garden she had no business see. Somebody tells you don't eat or something, I wouldn't even go there. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because you might be tested just that he was. Hallelujah. But he did it deliberately. Here the man and the woman entered into the second dispensation. A dispensation of conscience. A period of time in which God tests man in respect of obedience to some specific and known revelation of God. This is what a dispensation is. By disobedience, Man came to a personal and experiential knowledge of good and evil. And when we think of that knowledge, as I was telling the class this morning, knowledge is understanding gained by experience. Honey, that's what knowledge is. It's understanding you gain because you've experienced. Hallelujah, Yes. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I'm come that you might have life, that you might have more abundantly. He tells us in his word to enter ye in Matthew, the 7th chapter, in 13 and 14, to enter ye in at the straight gate. The straight gate. Well, he said, wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many be there on which go in there. There's a broad way out here. You look at the world. Yes, they're going crazy with all the stuff that's going around. You see the ladies, the fashion that's over there. Yeah, and we're trying to bring it into the church.
church of God. The short dresses where nobody has any imagination to wonder what's up there. Hallelujah. But you join and show it off. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yes, if you're a big classy, I'll see you. Yeah, you don't have to dress up like a Christmas tree. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's that inner man. That's what counts. The inner man. He tells us to enter ye in at the straight gate. Because wide is the gate and broad is the way. You follow and tiptoeing after the world, and the world will lead you to hell. Hallelujah. He says, because, now the reason he tells you to enter in at the straight gate, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way. That leadeth unto life, and few there be which go in there. Few are going to find this way home. And when you think about when the children of Israel came out of Egypt into the promised land, you know that there were only two originals that came out, and that was Caleb and Jacob that made, Joshua, I'm sorry, that made it into the promised land. Even before them, Noah. You think about before Noah, that there may have been as many people on the face of the earth as there are now. Mm -hmm. And there are billions of people on the face of this earth. Mm -hmm. There may have been that many people on the earth at that time. But do you realize that there were only eight souls? Jesus. There were only eight souls saved. Hallelujah. The word in 1 Peter 3 and 20 says, we're in few things. Few. That is, eight souls were saved by war. So we see right here from this Broadway and this straight gate that only a few are going to make it. And it better be made up in your mind that I'm going to be one of the few. Hallelujah, Jesus. We keep that, that keep in your mind about Noah, eight, and Caleb and Joshua, two. Hallelujah. In Luke 11 and 28, he said to us, but he said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. When you hear it, be doers of the word and not hear it only. You don't want to just hear it and let it go in one ear and out the other. You want to do it. You want to hear it and do it. Blessed is the word that happy are you that hear the word of God and keep it. Why? Again in Luke 13, 23 and 24. He said, Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive. He said, Strive. And strive means you gotta exert much effort or energy. You gotta struggle. Hallelujah. Struggle.
means that you're awake. You're awake. Yeah. You have use of all your faculties. Everything that's within you knows. Hallelujah. Yes, what's going on? So the rage of sin is death. Death being eternal separation from God. And it's not just being separated from it. It's eternal separation from it. In hell for life. And it's in conscious suffering. Like I, I, I had some little children one time to just pinch themselves. I said, pinch yourself till it hurts. Feel the pain. Yes. Hallelujah. Those of us who had grief pops on us. We know that that pain is, you know, it just doesn't go away as soon as the pop pop goes away. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, it continues to burn and burn. That singing continues yes. to happen until you can put some on it. Cold yes. water poison. And this is what the wage of sin is. Yes. It's death. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Yeah. This is what the gift is a gift. Eternal life. And it's not one you came here born. Right. You came here born to die, like you yeah. did. Because you're born a sinner. Yeah. Hallelujah. Romans 5 and 12 says, Wherefore, as by one man, mm -hmm. and that one man is Adam, mm -hmm. sin entered into the world, and death by sin. Jesus. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sin. Jesus. Nobody is exempt. You come here a sinner. Yes. You commit sin because of the condition that you're born in. Yes. You do wrong because you're born in. Yes. Hallelujah. Revelation 3.17 and many times we, you know, we get to a certain point in our lives and we think that, yes, you know, I have a fine car, I have a home, I have a lucky job, I have a wife, I have children, I have all of this separate, you know? Mm -hmm. Now you're going to laugh that long. Mm -hmm. It says in Revelation 3:17, because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with good, and I have need of nothing, and knoweth not that thou art wretched, and you're miserable, and you're poor, and you're blind, and you're naked. Hallelujah. You're miserable. You're just suffering. Yeah. And you may not be suffering physically, but you you can never be satisfied. I don't care what you do. I don't care how many times you clean something or how many times you pay something. There's still something wrong with you. i got to go back and do it some more. Hallelujah. You're pitiful. You're miserable. You're wretched. You're poor. You're naked. And you're blind. Deuteronomy 8.17 and um, 18 says, Thou sayest in thine heart, My path. And the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. Jesus. Hallelujah. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power yeah. to get the wealth. Uh -huh. It's Jesus that allows you to do whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Jesus. It's him that allows you to have what you have. Yeah. It says in Psalm 39 and verse 5, Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth. Uh -huh. And this is what a handbreadth is. Think about just about the length of your hand. There's not much length in there, is it? No, hallelujah, my hands are rather big. It says, because thou hast said, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and my age is as nothing before Verily, every man at his best is altogether vanity. At your
talk about how you think how great you are. But it's the emptiness and final result of all life apart from Jesus Christ. That's what it is. It's emptiness. Yes. When you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. Amen. It's that it is to be born, to toil. And you gotta work, you gonna scratch the earth because the Lord said you. Yes. Hallelujah. To suffer, to experience some transitory, and transitory means lasting only for a short time. It's temporary. That's all you get a little bit of joy every now and then. Hallelujah. Which is nothing in view of eternity. To leave it all. And that's what you're gonna do. Leave it all, and you're gonna die. Hey, go down. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Then, all together, that's all of your work. Nothing apart from Jesus Christ. In Psalms 51 and verse 5, he says, Behold, I was shaken in iniquity, uh -huh. and in sin did my mother conceive. Jesus. When you were being formed in your mother's womb, yes. you were being formed in a state or condition of doing wrong. Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 58 and 3 says, The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born. Speak in lies. You come here, the wicked, you come here alive. Yeah. That's how you come here. You come here, the wicked. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Isaiah 64 and 6. You know, a lot of times we get grand and, and mighty and think that we're the most to say the least. It says, but we are all as an unclean thing. And all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. And I like to think about, you know how you see somebody changing the oil on their car? And how they take that rag and, and wipe this and wipe that. And that rag is just filthy and dirty and mocked and marred. Hallelujah. And that's exactly what your righteousness is. It looks just like that. Hallelujah. And it says, we all do fade as a leaf. Hallelujah, Jesus, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. We are just We're pitiful. And if we can get that in our mind, to stop thinking how great I am for what I have, is by the mighty hand of God that you got what you had. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's right. Yes, John 10 and 10, as I said, the thief cometh not. Satan came to steal and to kill and to destroy you. It's up to you to have understanding. He came to steal, to kill, to destroy your soul. Hallelujah. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. First John 3 and 8 says, He that cometh, he that committed sin, is of the devil. And, and we, we, come, we come here to sin. Because the word says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So he says he that committed sin is of, when we come here, we're of the devil. It says, for the devil sinned from the beginning, and for this purpose, the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil, the works of the devil being sin, the wages of that sin being death. Yeah. Hallelujah. Here in Hebrews 2 and 14, it says, For as much sin as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. When we get a, a true understanding and appreciation that we are the children, we are partakers of flesh and blood, 
He also himself likewise. God Almighty himself likewise took part of the same. Mm -hmm. That through death he might destroy him that has the power. <coughs> that is the death. Jesus. The devil has the power of death because of sin. Yes. Hallelujah. And the Lord Jesus Christ came to deliver us from death. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 1 Peter 2, 24 says, Who his own bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we should live under righteousness, hallelujah, by whose stripes ye are healed. And we're not talking about your, your healness of your body. We're talking about your sin sick
says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Be godly sorry for the wrong stuff that you do. You do wrong because of the state that you're born in. You can't help it. You see the people out on the corner? Ladies walking up and down, selling their bodies. You see the, the men shooting drugs. You see the liars. We see those that say, oh, yes, no, but you're in the same category as the dope pusher. You're considered as a, a murderer, a liar. All of these things, if you're not born again, you are in no better condition than those people who we have a tendency to look down on. Peter tells us to repent. To be godly sorry for the sinful state that we're born in. He says, and be baptized. Every one of you. It doesn't say some people, rich people, poor people, miserable people. It says every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, it says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is how you're born of water and of the Spirit. Acts 4 and 12 says to us, and the reason you're baptized in Jesus' name because neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none of a name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You might, if you expect to be saved, you've got to come through the name of Jesus. He's the door. You cannot come in any other way. He's the Holy God, and He's going to judge the world by holiness. Hallelujah, Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 6, 14, 16, and 17, he says to us, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelief. Mm-hmm. And you can't hang out with the world and expect to hang in with Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah! You want to either do one or the other. It's a highway of holiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's straight and it's narrow and only a few will make it. And he says, for what fellowship? Now, what business? He says, what fellowship has light with unlock? What communion has light with God? And I, I know I was talking to my son one day, and I was, we were talking about, you know, going to the dances at school. Now, at the school, and I remind you to talk, talk to Sam about this all the time. You know, at the school, they're just dancing for the devil. They're not, they're not praising God. No way, no way, shape, or form, right? Yes, you have that understanding that they're boogieing on down, yes, straight to hell. That's, yes, that's their mouth. Yes, you know, how fast? Can I do it? Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, so what business? Now, I'm holy. I've got a holy God down on the inside. What good or what, what do I have business over there at a dance? With the folks that are dancing for the devil. They're not praising God. They, they don't have no interest in doing nothing for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Only thing they got interested in is self. And, and you look at, you see the girls, and they're, you know, they got this on, and they're shaking their bodies. And yeah. Hallelujah. What business, what fellowship have righteousness with their life? You know, a lot of times people may want to take the excuse about, I want to go take a picture, or I want to go see my friends. But what are your friends over there doing? You know, you, you might as well get up and do the boogie down just like they do. Because if the Lord Jesus Christ should come back for you, you're going to go to the same hell there. Hallelujah! Because you're out the wheel like that. 
You willfully sinned. You willfully took yourself out of the will of God. And you went and you joined the world. And at that moment, you said, yes, this is what I want to do. Hallelujah, so if he comes for you, you just put you right on down with it. You might as well. Don't just go and sit up and look. Pat your foot and dance. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because you want to spend eternity in the same hell they are. You know, so we want to make all these cute excuses in our minds. But holiness is the way. And you, you know, you're not going to straddle the fence. It didn't say that some going to lean this way and that way. It's a narrow and a straight way. And that's the preacher. I'll try to keep paying for my children. I keep that before Jesus. I keep it before him now. I can't make them do anything. I can't make you do anything. You won't do what you, but I can warn you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to let you know if you're not in the will, if you willfully take yourself, the word says there remains no more sacrifice for you. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we got to walk in the straight and narrow. The straight and narrow. So he says to us, be ye not unequally yoked together with the unbelief. You don't have any business. I don't have no business sitting up in the bar with the people that go for the clubs for happy hour. I'm not going there, you know, and um, they tell nobody about Jesus because they're not interested in Jesus. They're not there for that purpose. Hallelujah. You can't justify you being there that I'm going to be a witness. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not a witness. You're just doing the same thing they do, and you're doing it because you want you willfully. That's taking yourself out of the world of God. So therefore, if he should come back for you, I want you to know. That you're going in the same hell as they Hallelujah. It says, For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has life with God? And what agreement has the temple of God with us? Hallelujah. For ye are the temple of the living God. He's thought enough of you to come and live in your body. And you're going to go out there and hang out with the world. You deserve death. Jesus. 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 He said, I will dwell in this. Uh-huh. And will walk in this. Jesus. And I will be their God. Right. And they shall be my people. Right. He said, Wherefore, come out from among them. Yeah. And be separate. Let the Lord and touch not the unclean. He said, And then I'll receive. Don't, don't, you know, fancy foot. With the world thing. Oh, Don't plant your foot with it. Oh, Hallelujah. When we think about who it is we got on our oh, side, you know, we, you know, you can't, you know, you pause, you think about a kitten and papa. You know, you think they, they walk lightly. Yeah, kittens walk lightly and you don't hear them coming up behind you. Yeah, yeah, but it's great danger. You think about it, the lion and the, he doesn't roar, he can just attack you. And like Sister Tom was saying to us the other night, the devil, met. He walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he made it. You give him the permission to devour you. Oh, Jesus. You, you accept. He said, here it is. You say, yes, I want it. Yes. Hallelujah. Come out. Come out. Think about it. You got a mighty God and you got the Holy Ghost. You got the one that said, let there be light. He spoke the world into existence. Appreciate who you got down on here? Yeah. Appreciate it. You have no fellowship with darkness. You have no fellowship with unrighteousness. You've got a mighty God living down on the inside of you. He says to us in St. John 1 and 1, when we think about who it is that we have within us, who is holiness, 
who is demanding holiness of us if we're going to go back with him? If we look at St. John 1 and 1 and 1 14 and we just compare the two verses together, it says, In the beginning was the word. And if we look and think back to Genesis, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. That's what Genesis says to us. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And it said, And God said, Remember in 2 it says, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Spirit you cannot see. It said, And God said his word. Hallelujah. Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. Hallelujah. So we hear. Here we see the word of God going forth yeah. and forming the world. So here in St. John 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the word. Because uh -huh. I wanted Genesis to give you an understanding about what is talking about the word framing the world. Okay? In the beginning was the word. Uh -huh. We look at verse 14, it says, And the word uh -huh. was made flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was made flesh. It says, and the Word was with God. Yes. 14 said, and dwell among us. He lived among us. The Word was with God, and it lived among us. We beheld man was actually able to see the glory of God walking up and down the street. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, and the Word was God. Uh-huh said he was full of grace and truth. Yes. The word was God. Mm -hmm. Full of grace and truth. Uh -huh. Verse 17 said grace and truth came by right. Jesus Christ. Right. So Jesus we know is God. That's right. it's, it's through faith that we know, we understand Amen. that the world were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. If there's any doubt in your mind about whether there's a Father, Son, and a Holy Ghost, First John 5 and 7 says, for there are three that bear records in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. There's just one God, and His name is Jesus. He was Spirit, but He came to come and shed blood for your sins. Hallelujah for my sins. And our sins might be forgiven. God is holy, and He's going to judge the world by holiness. He says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Revelation 1 and 5 says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loves us. And washed us from our sins in his own blood. Hallelujah. It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses you of your sins. He washed us of our sins in his own blood. Revelation 1 and 8 and 18 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, the self-existent one, that one that has no beginning, and I have no end. The one that said, let there be light. Hallelujah. 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 He said, which is 